0: Last week we said we hope we don't have to talk about Apple today because it looked like everything (laughs) was leaked. Um, And a few details are what are bothering us. So, um, trigger warning and or disclaimer, Um, our following nitpicks are not a reason to not get excited about anything that was announced today, nor is anything intended to alter your buying decision. No. Uh, I mean, hell, I'm gonna buy the things that
1: I'm about to bitch about.
0: (laughs) Yeah, everything that was announced today was a good update to the thing that came before it. Right. Just, Just some of them didn't go as too far as we would have liked, and that's what we're gonna talk about. Yep. Uh,
1: But we're not going to say that Apple is doomed. No,
0: Apple is far from doomed. (laughs) (laughs) They're far from circling the drain. They're not directionless without Steve.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: You know. That um, one's
1: awesome. He's been dead for quite a while now, and I don't know. It seems okay. Yeah. Some things are better.
0: So... I have an arbitrary order of things I wrote down, and uh, I'll start with the one I forgot to write down, so we don't forget about <laughs> it. Uh, because uh, mentioning Jobs made me think about it, mm. which is the uh, the Apple Pencil. Um, right. First of all, I don't I don't know why it needs a product name with a a prefix like that. Um, I guess that's sort of you know just one of Apple's notorious hints that like. And next year, this is going to trickle down to the other products kind of thing. Hmm. You know, that's why they didn't call it the iPad Pencil or, like, the pencil that comes with iPad. Why it's not a... Um, well, or rather, that's why the Apple prefix is in front of it. Um, I think the reason it's the pencil and not the pen or stylus is simply because a pencil is more associated with professions like drafting or writing music. And I think... A pen is more associated with like taking notes in class right. and like boring kind of stuff um which is a totally legitimate
1: use case but less sexy for sure
0: it, yeah exactly it's just you know a pencil is you know it's the refined tool you know whereas the pen is eh. <laughs> <laughs> and i i know there are podcasts about people's pen preferences and i don't care they don't erase yeah <laughs> just not interested. Well, you could get those
1: erasable pencils which allow you to rip little holes in your paper whenever you want to erase your your pen, (laughs) you know? Like instead of having a word that's wrong, you'll have a little hole in
0: it. My music teachers always used to get on my case for using mechanical pencils because it just wasn't right. You're supposed to write on music with, you know, the the Ticonderoga. THE Ticonderoga, the ONLY cromulant pencil ever made.
1: I really like mechanical pencils better, though. This might be.
0: Like, I, I do. I have. But I. But I mean, uh, for the Ticonderoga fans, I mean, other regular pencils are like made from these shavings after you make a good Ticonderoga. Well, a lot
1: of them <laughs> genuinely are crap. Like you, you sharpened yeah. them, and they do that thing where the wood comes up over the. Lead And that's like the worst thing ever. It's the worst thing. Nothing was more upsetting to me as a child than when I was sharpening a pencil in the, you know, the big grindy Boston. (laughs) Yeah, those are great. We had one of (laughs) those. I think my dad stole one from somewhere like they were throwing it away at a school or something. So he grabbed it. And so we had one of those in my house, and I loved that stupid thing. It made that noise. That noise was great. And, like, in a class, it was awesome, because some kid would get up and sharpen his pencil, and it was totally disruptive, which, as a child, you know, is just the best thing.
0: And it was the best kind of disruptive, because everyone, like, pretended to be able to ignore it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But, um... But back to the Apple Pencil um, Yeah, that's a thing You know what kind of got my goat? Well, I mean, let's go back to what your actual point was Before I totally derail it
0: Oh, the uh, original iPhone announcement You know, uh, Steve made it famous If you see a stylus, they blew it Right um, But, you know, Steve also said Nobody wanted to watch video on a three and a half inch screen So, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things Where at the time, that was the thing to say Because you had to differentiate yourself from the other things, that needed a stylus to operate the UI. This is a totally optional thing um, that people have been asking for, for specific tasks, and I think it's going to be fine.
1: Yeah, a lot of people you know, which... are going to love it.
0: Yeah. Um, so, that should be fine. <laughs> but the, yeah. uh, the keyboard, um, I think you have some things to say about the keyboard. <laughs> So <laughs> it
1: was pretty was it Tim who said that nothing like this has ever existed before? Or was it Phil? I
0: think I think it was Schiller.
1: I mixed them up. All all old white men look alike I, to me. Well, I'm sorry. I, I don't
0: think Tim did any um product announcements. Mm. I think he I, yeah, it was think probably he op- I think he opened and closed and was between some presenters. Yeah, you're probably right. So it was probably Phil, That's Anyway. Not, that's not the point.
1: One of them <laughs> said, nothing like this has ever existed. And I'm like, oh, come on, you guys. Microsoft is sitting right there. They're right there. Right, because
0: there. They, they, the guy was just on stage <laughs> to show off the pen with Office.
1: <laughs> and the... I don't know if you guys have heard of this little thing called the Microsoft Surface, but it's been around for a few years now, and I actually have used one. And my use case was actually taking notes in a math class, and it was pretty great for that. There were a lot of things about Windows 8 that drove me freaking insane, but I think they fixed a lot of that in Windows 10. And in any case, it's basically the same thing. It's a tablet yeah, thing that it, has a keyboard
0: in the cover that you can it's a keyboard that's a cover that magnetically clicks on now granted apple started the magnet thing with magsafe back in the day but microsoft did the keyboard right first. um the stylus but, uh, was great it, uh, on
1: the surface
0: well, the stylus was great on the uh, the Surface Pro 2 with the Wacom stylus. Right. I, th- I think they did something bad with the 3. I haven't well, been following not- too closely. I just know there was some bitching. I
1: think it's basically the same deal, the same technology that the iPad one is using, though, where the stylus actually needs to charge and stuff. Yeah. I think it's similar. I think it's not as good a digitizer, but it's, you know, it's fine.
0: Yeah. Uh but the uh, the keyboard is uh, made out of the uh, keys that are on the MacBook One, which I don't have a problem with. I yeah. write code and our show notes, document and everything on this keyboard, and I just need you know the slightest amount of tactile feedback to be able to use a keyboard. I'm a key which the, though. Uh, which the uh, uh is it the
1: type cover? The type cover is the real one. The touch cover is the awful one. I don't think they even make that anymore.
0: The the touch cover I wasn't able to operate in store. I would have to to learn it. Uh, And the type cover of course um, is a keyboard and I was able to use. Right with the scissor switches. Right the mushy scissor. The normal Um, ones. The
1: the type cover is fine. Uh, My husband found the touch cover completely worthless <laughs> like yeah. that's what he bought with his surface pro 2 um which is the one that i used obviously uh mm-hmm. and he sent it he returned it immediately because it was terrible but i was pleased to see that there does seem to be an acceptable pink sport band um coming soon which is nice because right now i'm that i freaking hate that salmon so much it's awful yeah. i've heard it looks better in person but i don't believe you you person saying that
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i similarly i wonder how the rose gold looks in person yeah i I, I wonder if you'd find that to your liking i don't know
1: based on the photos on apple's website i'm inclined to get that one because my i have an iphone 5s and i'm pretty much due for an update yours
0: is silver right
1: yes yeah, it does it looks super pretty in Apple's photography. Yeah. So, I'm I'm hopeful. And the only thing is that like I always have a case and on the one hand Apple's um silicone case is a really pretty shade of pink finally. But on the other hand, I might get the rose gold one and then I would need a clear case because then how else how else would people know that I had a rose gold iPhone?
0: <laughs> yeah, my aunt got a gold 6 plus and she somehow found this case that's mostly clear except for like the same color gold flowers on it and oh. it's like tacky but looks nice. So.
1: I kind of want that. like
0: I, Yeah. So I, I need to release a cat. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, if you're going to get the gold one, you know, fi- or the rose gold one, yeah. find a clear case that looks nice.
1: Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, so I'm probably going to get the iSkin uh, Solo case in clear for my iPhone that I'm probably going to buy. The thing is, I don't, I'm not sure how I want to buy it. Like, Apple's... Um, uh, lease a phone from them. Thing seemed kind of compelling. Uh, f- of course, I would get the sixty four gig one because mm, sixteen gigs. Are you kidding me? Um,
0: yeah, um, yeah, sixteen is bad. <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about the uh, the various ways to buy first because. Um, this got really crazy in the it, U.S. just recently. I
1: was looking and trying to figure out... So Apple is going to do this thing where you get a new one every year and you pay, like, it starts at 32 but of course for the one you want it's like 37 for the yeah. for the 6, not the 6 Plus. 6S, six not the 6... 6S six Plus is getting awfully unwieldy, don't you think? But um,
0: Yeah, uh, and it climbs up to just under $50 for a 6S Plus 128. Right. Um, and that is an unlocked phone that you keep for a year with Apple Care plus on it right then you turn it in and get the seven plus but you're still con- but the but the weird thing is so it's a phone every year plan with a two-year contract minimum and every time you get the new phone it pushes the two years back
1: so is it like increasing <laughs> energy eventually like how is this like when you when you roll your old car loan into your new car loan or something? Wait, yeah. let me. Th- I don't know. So, on the one hand, like that's not that bad a price considering that it comes with Apple Care. Although one of my um, friends posted that now the Apple Care Plus deductible is ninety nine dollars, which is kind of a bummer. Um, I think it was forty nine before.
0: Oh, that sucks. If true,
1: yeah. So we should yeah. fact check
0: that. <laughs> check the show notes, um, kids, to see if I'm lying. <laughs> yeah um and of course all the carriers offer a similar plan which is cheaper without insurance and more expensive with right um
1: AT&T's is like extra baffling like yeah I and of course I'm an AT&T customer
0: I'm going to um if I get one because I don't know um I'm going to do what I have been doing, which is the ye old AT&T model of buying uh, mid-cycle instead of getting $400 off, you get $200 off of the full cost. Mm. And it's still carrier locked, but I mean, I don't travel.
1: Yeah, I don't... That doesn't really matter to me, but
0: like, yeah. I'm just... But I I mean, as as a developer, I'm not eligible for leasing. I need to... My old devices. Right. They don't. They don't trickle down to my family. They <laughs> go sit in a drawer and wait for testing. And you know, it's just the responsible thing to do. And it's an expense. Yeah. Which means I also expense it. Yeah. Taxes. Yay. <laughs> but I
1: just like. I don't. There. I read an article about AT and T's stupid plan, whatever stupid name they gave it. Um and it's very confusing because if you keep your phone for like 20 months then it's one thing but if you keep it for like 12 then sometimes it's a better deal but if it's like or 15 or if, and it was super confusing like if you keep it 24 months then it's like the best but if, and and it's i was just like i don't want to have to use excel to figure out how yeah. i
0: should buy this stupid phone like off the t- off the top of my head it seems like um If you are pretty confident that you're staying with iPhones, and you don't want to pay the giant upfront costs, (laughs) and you don't want to keep your device, then do the Apple thing, because the carrier ones are just too confusing. Yeah, but... And it's not not really clear if you're going to be eligible for one when a new iPhone comes out, or if you're going to wait for two iPhones, or, you know... Yeah.
1: But the thing about Apple, so I was going through as if I were about to order one because, you know, because yeah. you could. <laughs> and like when I chose AT&T, it didn't sh- present me with any options. Like, I don't know how to.
0: Correct. That is an in-store thing because there's a credit check. And
1: oh, well, I can just tell them I have really good credit, you guys. Don't worry. OK, so I'm going <laughs> to. Oh, man, like a physically go to the store thing.
0: Uh, maybe in the beginning. Ugh. Well... Uh, I mean, this this came from a Verge article. I don't know if they just asked someone and they s- just said it or right. if it's printed somewhere. Well... This is this is the, like, worst week in the world to listen to podcast episodes, <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna have to crap this one out tomorrow just because it gets so scary right. so quickly Speculate as wildly. these details, <laughs> you know, trickle out.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um... So uh, <laughs> uh yeah uh detail I did look up is mm-hmm. that the uh, iPad mini 4 is available to purchase as soon as the event ended um but it has an A8 regular and not an A8X in it which is um, the same and- as which is the same as the six and six pluses processor, but not the iPad Air two. Wow! Well, uh, so first, that makes what uh, what Schiller said on right. stage a little disingenuous because he said it's the iPad two iPad Air two internals, which is
1: that's long. a goddamn lie. Yeah. Uh, why
0: would he say that? But more concerningly, um, and this applies to the uh, the new Apple TV. Which why, why are they new Apple TV? <laughs> but we'll get we'll go, we'll come back to it. Um, um so <laughs> beta used beta users um, with the 6 plus have been complaining about uh, basically the performance of the app switcher is kind of crunchy. Mm. And that is on the vanilla A8. Um, similarly, the app switcher, on the iPad Mini 2/3 with the regular A7 is kind of crunchy. The only place it's nice and buttery smooth is on the A8X in the iPad Air 2. Um, so that leads me to believe that um, you know it either needs that extra GPU core the extra CPU core or the extra RAM that the X provides to the Air 2 that the phones and the minis don't have. Mm. Um, so I haven't found anywhere yet that details if the mini 4 has proper multitasking or not because, and and if it does, is it going to be frustrating to use without the X? Mm. Um. And The uh, The Air 2 even has trouble Driving as many pixels as it Has for games as games have Over the course of the last year Grown to take advantage of it So you know 1080p TV screens are only Slightly smaller Than the uh, 2K retina screen mm. So I would have preferred To have the X there as well <laughs> Uh, so that that was a little disappointing, but not the most disappointing thing. The most disappointing thing was the number sixteen continues to haunt us for, I believe, this is the fifteenth consecutive year. <laughs>
1: <What>? <laughs>
0: when when did when did iPhone start coming with sixteen? The four, the three GS. I remember um, my eight. I paid for the sixteen, but I yeah. don't. I think the 3GS already might have been 16 standard. I
1: kind of feel like it was because I feel like my 3GS was 16 and I did not. I never upgraded until my 5S. Yeah.
0: So that's. That was like oh, 09, I believe. Yeah, it was. That makes sense, maybe. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, so 16 gigabytes is. Uh, it's really criminal. Bad. It's, yeah, it's it's also a bit of Apple shooting themselves in the foot um, because it's a worse experience for the user. So no matter what they've done, you know, to make, uh, you know, the OS update install small enough to, or rather smaller, so they're, what, half a gig instead of two and a half, mm. like iOS 8 was. Right. Uh, or, you know, app slicing that. Uh, apps are supposed to do, so, you know, games eject old content and only keep, like, the handful of levels are actually on. Um, This is, like... That's not good enough. A lot of software... 16 is still too small. It's
1: a lot of software over-engineering to compensate for a hardware problem that shouldn't exist. Like, they're making app developers jump through all these stupid hoops, and their I- and the OS developers even more so to support mm-hmm. this stuff, when it's not even expensive to just friggin' double the RAM.
0: Start at 32. Right. And even 32, I would argue, is getting a little uncomfortable. It's
1: kinda... I mean, that's what I've got on my fa-
0: Like, the... Uh- the office suite, the apps are five hundred megs a piece. <laughs> oh wow. What, what are they supposed to app slice out? They're not full of that many resources. If you go inspect a bundle for an office application, like it that's just you know, the Microsoft common framework that's across all the apps, you have to compile it all together and it makes a crap ton of bytecode. Right. Like there's nothing that they can do. Hmm. So, I mean, you know, so what? We can get Office down to 400 <laughs> megs and then, like, you you um. try to open a certain part of the ribbon and it's like, oh, hold on a sec. I got to fetch these. Right. <laughs> like, From the
1: internet.
0: <laughs> right. It's it's not what's always making apps big. It's not the resources, you know. So, you're right. It's a lot of complicated software solutions to a very simple hardware problem that they're just doubling down on. Um, and... So I don't understand why. I, I mean, I guess it drives the average selling price up because the 64 is just so much of an improvement.
1: I mean, I guess but, I know why but because that's
0: I'm bad. gonna upgrade.
1: <laughs> A lot of users like me are gonna upgrade. We have bad feelings about it, but we're gonna do it anyway. So, and they know that. So.
0: Right. Mm. But I don't think we're actually numerous enough to justify that. Really? Yeah. I mean there are don't my my parents buy the free five C with eight.
1: Oh. Wow. You, you
0: know, yeah, they just they <laughs> don't they don't care how much value is in one hundred dollars. But their the price they are expecting to pay is free. You, you could tell them the 5C with 8 gigabytes is free and a 6 plus with 128 is $100 more with the same contract and they won't do it. <laughs> Some people just either don't have the money or the long-term thinking, but I mean, let's face it, in this economy, it's the money. Right. Um, you know, So it doesn't matter how much of a better deal something is because the dollars and cents themselves matter. They just can't throw $100 on their credit card right now. Uh, not to make that too depressing. Right,
1: that's pretty depressing. <laughs> yeah, um...
0: Um, because, um... The, the great thing about uh, the iPhone, and I I don't know if this quote originated from John Gruber or if he's just where I saw it first, but, you know, it's, it's like a Coke in that you and the President of the United States can go buy the same Coke him being the president doesn't give him access to a better Coke than you can buy. <laughs> you know, um, and that's the same thing with the iPhone. It's, you know, from our perspective, the best phone on the market. You know, right. you, c- you can get it encrusted with gold <laughs> and rubies if you want, but it doesn't make the phone any better. Might make it worse. <laughs> right, but it's a consumer achievable price point. And the 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 brand is such that an iPhone is an iPhone. You have people that still cling to their fours because it's still an iPhone. Like, uh, <laughs> but those
1: are crappy and they need to stop.
0: Yeah, and it frustrates developers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but it shouldn't, actually, because the uh, the A5 is still a great chip if it had more RAM. But like it doesn't. You can, deal with this, you can deal with the slow CPU as long as it's not trying to page things out or just dump them from RAM, because a slow CPU is just waiting for it. But it only has 512 megs of RAM. So as a developer, that's the ceiling you hit first. Um, we were testing a new build of ZooNuts this weekend. And I you know, said, you know, I haven't tested this on my... Uh, Non Retina Mini in a mm. while, and it wouldn't launch. And we dug up the developer logs, and it's just like, like timeout errors. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it, uh, it sat at CPU usage over you know fifty percent, and it was at like sixty uh, for longer than some arbitrary number of seconds, like ninety. Mm-hmm. So you know the uh, task manager just kills it. Because it assumes if it's, you know, doing too many things upon startup, it won't, you know, run. But
1: right, but that's, <laughs> that's kind of... That's usually
0: not true for games. Yeah. Because good game developers, you know, pre-load make you deal stuff. with that initial, yeah, freeload.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, so, yeah, Apple's been skipping on RAM and uh, storage space for a while, and it's just making things frustrating for everyone. And I think it hurts them more than it helps them with their precious margins. And... Um, the features that came with the new phones are something that's going to fill up a crap load of storage. Uh, 4K video, and, uh, I forgot the feature name for it, but it, uh, takes a burst mode of pictures that are so close together that they're effectively a video.
1: Right. Right. That I was like, wait a minute. So every freaking time I take a photo, it's actually taking like eight photos, and I guess and ten
0: megabytes worth, right? I imagine.
1: And and audio too. And I'm like, mm, right. in sixteen gigs really. And then plus this whole four K thing. Like, are you joking?
0: Yeah, and four K frustrates me on the other end because um, the uh, the iPad Pro is uh, below. 4k resolution which is fine um the uh retina macbook pros are all lower than the ipad pro which Mm. annoys me for different reasons Mm. (laughs) the only thing with a 4k screen is the 5k imac they still haven't released a 4k cinema display and they still haven't released a smaller 4k imac And the new Apple TV, although it does support HDMI 1.4, which is a weird thing to advertise if you're not supporting 4K, (laughs) doesn't. Yeah, that... Um, And it would have been nice if they did some sort of weird in-between thing, like, you know, the UI runs at 4K, so you get good crisp menus, you know, nice clean text, and that stupid 3D cover art (laughs) and stuff. Um, And then, you know, with... You know, you launch a game and it runs in 1080p or whatever. But now they just went all in on 1080p.
1: Mm. Well, at least it is 1080p. I don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't expect to see anything else. Even Nintendo is 1080p with the Wii. (laughs) Yeah, just barely. (laughs) Um... God, remember the Wii when the Wii came out and everybody was like super outraged because it had 720p and people were like, "What is this crap?" Or no, was it was it the one that was like 480p something?
0: Yeah, the the original Wii was 480.
1: Right, and people were like, what's this crap?" And they were right. Yeah, um, yeah. But the <laughs> Apple TV, I don't know. I'm like my favorite part of the Apple TV was honestly multiplayer Crossy Road. Like when Andy got up and he was demoing. Um, Multiplayer with the punching, oh my god! Yeah. Um, yeah, and it does other stuff too.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited about games on this thing, and I don't mean that just selfishly as a uh, per- prospective game developer. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, like you know, this is it's going to be cool. It's a you know a new input method. It's not quite the Wii, although people will make that comparison, and that's fine. Um, they also. This was a weird uh, point in the documentation. You can require that Apple TV games need the extended layout MFI controller. So that's the uh, dual stick one. Interesting. You know, complete one. Um, And while that um, (laughs) will need some really good UI to make some not angry people, (laughs) um, I think that um, this new Apple flexibility will let games be made for the types of control screens that they'll be good at and you will have hopefully less shoehorning around like when a uh, console game comes to iOS and you have on-screen sticks and a whole bunch oh of my other God. miserable crap and it's just bad Those are and awful. you should feel bad um, but if you want to take your you know, your dual stick uh, or uh, WASD and mouse uh, PC game and require that you need the dual stick controller then you know fine I just won't browse that section of the store and get one by accident or maybe I will because um I can dual stick but um Um,
1: well I mean single sticking might be okay like in I think it would help me a lot honestly in um oh shoot what is that The, the game that I can't finish because I can't do the oh till morning's light till morning's light um yeah yeah. i think it would actually help me to be able to use a controller to move around because i cannot beat the final boss i can't i tried a lot and i just (laughs) i can't do it i can't like move around adequately now don't make me dual stick because i controlling the camera is not my job that is your job as a developer
0: (laughs) i actually think till morning's light would work with the uh remote because you could use the uh, touchy part as the stick and um, just, you know, alter the combat to make it work.
1: Well, that's true, because it's all, it's all, like, hitting things, so you could swing it around uh, to do the hitting part, which seems like it. That would actually be kind of a lot of fun if you moved with the thingy and then you started wailing on the enemy, like, by waving your remote around. Um, yeah. That's a good idea. Are you listening, Amazon Game Studios?
0: <laughs> I'm sure they
1: are. You
0: know, something like Monument Valley probably just wouldn't work at all. And uh, No. That's, and that's okay, too. That's probably why it's such a great touch game, because it only works on touch. Right.
1: And The Room, it turns out, is the same way. They released it for PC, and I bought it because I love The Room. But um, I was trying to play it with a mouse, like, for five minutes, and I was like, this is not good. Also, it made me ill. <laughs> like, the animations <laughs> were nauseating. I don't know if it's because the screen was bigger, because this is on my 24-inch monitor instead of my, you know, four less than four-inch <laughs> phone screen, but I, it was not good. And Monument Valley would not work. I love Monument Valley, but not for the Apple TV.
0: Yeah. So, you know... Don't worry about porting. Make things that just work. Right. Make new things. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Um, uh, Things that would work, though. Uh, Yeti Pie. Right. Drawn to Kill. Yes. Sling Kong. The old angry birds without all the crazy (laughs) power-ups. You know, just gesture-based things. All you have to do is take out the uh, element of it matters where you start your gesture from. Right. You know, so you don't have to tap the bird anymore to... Start the slingshot. You know, you just pull back and slingshot.
1: Yeah, same deal for Sling Kong. Just pull back somewhere and assume yeah. that they're pulling back on the guy.
0: Although uh, Sling Kong is sort of a uh, portrait game. Mm. I wonder if. I the... wonder how they would uh, rectify that. Well,
1: you could just... I mean, I'm not going to say turn it on its side, because that would be asinine. But you could um, just have more horizontal... They'd have to rework the game considerably, though. I don't know. I don't know. I should ask Matt and Dean. Yeah. Because I'm
0: actually I mean, you, interested. You could, just, you could just fill all the extra space with, like, just crap. Like, you know, have the... So, imagine the game pillar boxed. Right. Or Yeah, pillar boxed if it's that way, Um, and then just fill the extra space with something. Set set dressing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Art. Although although, um, I kind of get a motion sick from Sling Kong, I think it needs to be zoomed out a little more. Really? So I don't. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's or maybe just the uh, maybe it's the physics. I don't know. Um, Interesting. I'm weird. Yeah, cause... I got I got motion sickness from my own game. That's why I stopped working on one of them.
1: Oh, that's true. Well, that one had I could more easily see why because it moves kind of fast and I don't know. Yeah, but it but it made <laughs> you start building Yeti Pie, and it's so silly. I love it.
0: Yeah, um, I did sign up for the uh, developer hardware. Cool. So. Um, it's not a guarantee. I don't know if it's a lottery. I don't know Mm. if they're evaluating my Apple (laughs) store portfolio. Um, but I do have those beta builds in there that they could look at. Yeah. So hopefully if it's a meritocracy, I get in. (laughs) Anyway, do you remember the, uh, the last time Apple did, uh, pre-release hardware, the, uh, the Intel Developer Transition Machine. Nope. Where they slapped a Pentium Four inside a G Five. Ooh. Yeah, uh, and there are none of these in the wild because they were all leased. That's
1: probably good.
0: Yeah, it was sort of like the uh, the uh, the Who Killed the Electric Car? Electric Car. <laughs> uh, what was that? The. It was a Saturn, a, right? I thought it was a GM. GM is Saturn. Well, Saturn right, GM. Saturn.
1: maybe it was a yeah. uh, Saturn make. I don't know.
0: But anyway, but anyway <laughs> all of those cars were lease only, so the leases expired and um, GM just collected and destroyed all of them and it was this whole thing and that's why there was the documentary right. and then Tesla Motors existed. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm really <laughs> looking forward to the Model 3.
0: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it having a uh, decent price tag. because Theoretically, yeah. Buy two Prii for that price. Yeah. <laughs> like that that's my official benchmark. Right. Like if if, <laughs> if I if I can buy two high trim Priuses for the low trim price, that's officially too much. And that's where the Model S is right now in the US.
1: Well the Model S is nuts. I mean it doesn't it start at eighty or something? Like or sixty-five, um, I guess.
0: An interesting thing about EVs is that they're currently priced roughly around practically just their batteries right. um, at about basically a dollar per watt hour. And the uh, Model S goes up to 80 mm. kilowatt hours. <laughs> so it's 80 grand. Right. Um, it's kind
1: of like how hard drives used to be a dollar a gig.
0: Right. And then Taiwan flooded and SSDs happened at the same time. And, and now it's all random.
1: Yay. <sighs>
0: Except unless you're Apple, in which case you can only afford 16 gigs.
1: I know, poor Apple.
0: On on your freaking flagship uh, device. you know, it must be because uh, they're not, doomed. Why not, like, I don't even, I'm not even advocating for them starting at 32 at this point anymore. They should just start at 64 and, like, for the sake of blowing competition out of the water. Because Apple can get better NAND flash prices than anyone else because of their scale. Yep. And they should just use their bullying advantage (laughs) to their advantage.
1: Right. I don't... Yeah, that would be super. Like, instead of sort of preying on old people and people who don't, like, realize how big their photos are going to be. Like, there are going to be so many, like, new parents who desperately (laughs) regret that they... The 16. Yeah.
0: And, And even from the perspective of, like, you know, you're willing to i-fix it your phone. You can't augment the storage. There's nothing you could do about it. Yep. My perfectly reasonable 5S, um, which is still my favorite iPhone ever, uh, has 16 has 16 in it, and, like, that just kind of sucks.
1: Yep. I mean, I was I constantly running out of space on my um, 4S, which is why I got 32 gigs in my 5S, and I barely even played games back then like that was all just music and photos with the with the 4s much crappier <laughs> camera <laughs> and like uh, at least i don't have music on my phone anymore cuz i just stream everything although that's not we always, it's funny, like, we always get, hey, you're running close to your cap notices toward, like, three days before the end of the billing cycle, and, mm. which is fine. I don't care, but it bothers my husband. He's like, how much data are you using? I'm like, it's okay. There's only two days left in the billing cycle.
0: <laughs> you didn't answer the question. I'm not going <laughs> to, I mean, a, lo- a lot,
1: but I'm not going to use another, you know, 500 megs in the next two days,
0: probably. Right. You, you got the alert, and you could, you know, listen to a podcast on the way to work instead.
1: Right. It's fine um,
0: yeah, um, and it's good that it sends those notices to uh, all of the uh, all of the numbers right, so like you as the account holder don't get it and then have to go yell at all your kids individually <laughs> they each got it too, right,, um, so you only have to yell at them once right. that you know says when we get these messages, guess what that means you have to stop doing right, yeah, um are to compliment AT&T. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but
1: that's really the only thing. I mean, their plans are still highway robbery.
0: Yeah, but what are you going to do? You're in the US. You I know. You can sign up for Verizon's highway robbery, or you can sign up for a carrier without <gasps> coverage.
1: Yeah, those are pretty much your options. Thanks, US.
0: I think Force Touch is going to be weird, and I don't like the name 3D Touch.
1: No, it's not really better. I don't know. Force
0: Touch was a bad name, but we had a year to get used to it. Like,
1: Force Touch on my watch is kind of weird. I feel like I have to really mash it. Yeah, it's,
0: it's definitely too hard.
1: Yeah, especially, I mean, maybe, no, it won't be better on my phone than it is on my wrist. It won't. It might be better on a laptop, because if it was sitting on a table, then, you know, I'm pressing against a table. But I don't have to, like, push against my own force. Well,
0: I have the uh, Force Touch trackpad. Right, and is it better? I, uh, No. Aww. So, There goes like, that theory. The, uh... The so to look up a word instead of doing the uh, triple tap is you know like the one level of force touch and it's still pretty deliberate. I mean you don't want to do it accidentally. Right. I still do it accidentally, mm-hmm. but it's a it's a lot of force. But the watch is definitely the most like to do the uh, clear all notification things. Right. like I feel like I'm stabbing through my <laughs> finger.
1: I fail at that sometimes.
0: Yeah, and you can't nose that one. And no, using your watch with your nose is an important thing. My
1: nose is way not hard enough to to, to force Title. touch my <laughs> to force touch my watch. <laughs> it just squishes and then it kind of hurts and then I have to give up on that idea.
0: Yeah. Um, do you have any thoughts about uh, <laughs> Federiki's shirt or diversity?
1: Um. Federighi's shirt was whatever, but his his the rise was kinda high on his genes. Like I think he maybe had the worst uh, the worst genes. And that was really saying something. There were some serious dad genes going on. Um, diversity, yeah, yeah kinda of disappointing. Like hey Apple, do you know any black people? Like, surely you've got a few working for you. Now I don't so Eddie Q is Cuban. So, there's that. And they've never made a huge big deal out of it, because it's it's weird. Like, when you're talking about diversity, first of all, you don't want to be like, it's all white people, because, I mean, Eddie Q probably, I mean, he might not identify as white. Um, I don't know. And the the girl, um, I guess the woman, I should say, who did uh, a lot of the Apple, the, the first part of the Apple TV um, intro, like, I don't know if she's like a white person or if she's maybe she could be Native American for all I know. I, I don't know. And it you can't be like you can't do one of those awkward things where you have to have the person, like, drop some reference to their culture. Like, (laughs) so they had Eddie Q play some, like, Cuban music and do his little dance, and that was, like, I was... It was, like, first of all, it was super awkward.
0: Worst keynote ever.
1: Yeah, but it was also, like, a little icky. Like, you don't want to... The most salient fact of Eddie Q is not that he is Cuban. And the most... And you, you... It's hard. It's so hard because obviously you don't want tokenism. That's crappy, and it implies that those people are just, like, they plucked this guy beca- out of their po- whatever. It gets weird. Um,
0: uh, so the uh, the second Apple TV presenter that was a woman, I don't know what emotion I'm supposed to feel about that because uh, rich white lady shows you expensive clothes. Right. It's like, uh, well... Hold on a sec.
1: (laughs) I mean, okay, so there are a lot of rich people among iPhone users, but the whole, like, and her dress was so bad. Oh, my God, that poor woman. Like, I'm sure it looked great.
0: (laughs) Nipples or seams?
1: I think it was seams. I think it was seams, but I don't know. The whole dress was, like, wrinkly. Like, it was clear. I bet it looked awesome on the rack, and it looked great when she tried it on. But when she had been sitting in the auditorium for an hour and then got up to speak, it was a wrinkly mess, and it needed to be, like, and this, oh, my God, it had nipple seams. And that's probably also a factor of having been kind of crumpled a little bit as she was sitting. Yeah. But, oh, that's so, that was unfortunate. Um,
0: but the the content right. was just... It, it had the same effect as the... Uh, 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 The initial introduction of the edition did where it's sort of (laughs) like um, the wealth of the average Apple customer has gone way, way down over the years. And that's why Apple got a chance to grow. And it's kind of off-putting.
1: Right. Like even, even before that, the guilt group presentation like there was the Hermes I don't even think I'm saying that right watch bands and I'm like oh thank goodness because the watch bands (laughs) definitely weren't expensive (laughs) enough as it is and somebody pointed out that that's like for the Asia market because a lot of like I guess rich Asian business people really like Hermes or something which is whatever I don't know but uh, it was a little off-putting then
0: then just that one is good enough (laughs) right yeah I don't know yeah, uh, so that that was a little, yeah. Just it it just it doesn't it doesn't land right. It sort of, you know, breaks the flow of it too because it's like what a stupid app to show. I mean, like uh, so, yeah. I can see why you'd want to show something that's you know not video or a game.
1: How's about Target? You know, work with some accessible brand.
0: Yeah. <laughs> similarly like they they flew through another ones and Zillow was one of them and it's like oh cuz you know everyone's buying a house every <laughs> now and again yeah well at um, least there on was... the other hand i mean zillow is a really fun app oh movie, i love If you're zillow. not looking actually, i love actually zillow.
1: zillow uh we use zillow to look for a new rental so there was that um it did that. <laughs> but and it
0: is a good app, and I hope the TV version is good too. But oh, yeah. it's so like, and like in the middle of San Francisco, and they throw up si- some right. uh, $250,000 listing, and it's like, how far away did you have to go to find that one?
1: Riverside? Like,
0: or is that like for a bedroom? Right. Not a one bedroom, a bedroom. Right.
1: <laughs> or like one of those, it's like somebody's garage or like a tiny house or something in somebody's backyard. Right. <sighs> uh.
0: Uh, So, better than the last keynote
1: Yeah, well, I mean, come on That's a really low bar But yeah, um, it was less embarrassing I peed ahead of time, so that wasn't a problem I taught a bunch of Ruby developers Like an intro to regular expressions It was kind of fun
0: You should write an iOS 9 content blocker It's all done with regexes
1: uh, But I don't want to. <laughs> like, other people are already working on that. Yeah. Like you.
0: Yeah. Well, mine only has one rule, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is um, it disallows external JavaScripts. And you'd be surprised what that clears out. Well... Like, oh my god, so much. So there are a few broken websites and, like... I encourage those websites to fix themselves instead of me whitelisting them.
1: But like, what if I want to use a CDN? I guess if I, if I use a subdomain but, of my main domain, well that, well, you won't block that, surely.
0: Uh, it's Apple's rule, not mine.
1: Oh, huh. Because like, CDNs. Like,
0: like one, of, one, of the, uh, t- one of the block types is, li- the, the literal word for the name of the block type is external. Hmm. So I don't know if it considers uh, subdomains external or not. Because I do,
1: on my main site, well, we can actually test this, because on one of my websites, I'm using uh, AWS as a CDN, um, and I have it uh, DNS configured with a subdomain of my primary domain, so I hope that works, because like everything, all the um, static assets, the WordPress site, and all of the static assets are hosted on the CDN, and it's funny, I well, get a bill... Well, f- what
0: is a static asset? Well... Like, because Im- Im- this is, the rule doesn't apply to images. Well, right. You can make one that does, but it, it's just scripts.
1: It is images, but also scripts, and um, also cached pages, like the static HTML, I think, or... Maybe not. Actually, I don't remember that part. But definitely images and scripts and CSS.
0: Yeah. See, it, I, th- I think it's sort of uh, uh, by the grace of uh, some misguided developers that that kind of stuff is even allowed at all. Like why browsers even let you... You know, hey, I'm on this domain. Should I get this style sheet from this completely other domain? Sure, why not? This is probably here on purpose.
1: Well, it is, though, because it's faster to serve it from the CDN because it can be close to you. And I don't I don't know. I don't use Akamai. But, yeah, I'm looking at the source and my JavaScript is totally. In fact, the entire, um, I think the entire uh, WP includes directory, at least all of the parts that come into play when rendering, you know, that get seen by the public facing page, yeah. are hosted on the CDN. So, mm, I don't know. Well, maybe it'll break. That would be a small bummer, I guess.
0: Well, I mean, you could just, you know, do the uh, origin masking yourself.
1: What?
0: <laughs> I'll look into it. Yeah. Uh, because it's. You no, know, it is. Because it's mostly used for evil. Well, right. And, and poking holes with it with. Uh, through Poking holes through the rule with uh, whitelisting. Uh, so, like. You know, if I say allow it to get things from Akamai, which I don't think I can do it that way. I think. I can only whitelist on the domain you're on mm. to tell it to ignore the previous rule, rather than it can fetch external things from Akamai. But let, let's say theoretically that I could do that, um, then you know, so all the creepy uh, trackers and everything else that you don't want just moves to Akamai yeah. because it got whitelisted. You know, it just makes it makes if uh, if your solution needs whitelisting, then you're just Pushing the arms race.
1: Yeah, that's true. But if
0: you can enforce this, like, let's just say this becomes like um, this one rule becomes the new pop up blocker, where it's just like we, um, the web community, has decided that this <laughs> JavaScript line of uh, pop up is just ignored. It, this one is not executed. Um, and then we say, you know, the same thing is true of external javascripts they got to come from the same domain well you know developers will eventually realize that it gets um every asking detecting this which is actually really hard to do um and then asking your users to do something else Mm. you know to disable your thing for this domain i mean that never goes over yeah
1: they always a lot of sites tell me to disable my pop-up locker and i totally don't do it unless i actually have a problem and i almost never really do
0: yeah i mean i've seen uh some some sites handle it uh, gracefully like um i think um I think it's Pornhub, actually, <laughs> that handles this the most gracefully. Um, because it just says, you know, uh, hey, we hate ads too. Did you know we had a paid tier that doesn't have ads and has 1080p videos instead of 480? You know, it's like, it, it, it doesn't say, hey, you're using an ad blocker, we're kicking you right. out. It's just, you know, it's just a, a helpful little, little in-house advertisement. You know, And it's not being served uh, from a cross-domain, so it's not going to get detected by anything. It's just, you know, maybe unless you write an ad, an ad blocker where it's like CSS class name includes the prefix ad, mm. you know, and would that'll be the only kind of thing that would... be
1: not a great idea. <laughs> no, that <that'll laughs> would
0: break everything everywhere. <laughs> yeah, this was a good tangent on content blockers because they're going to explode out in a week mm. and... T- everything's going to be broken. Um, and if you do use one, kids, or, you know, especially my extremely harsh one, um, when you uh, hold down on the uh, reload button in iOS 9 in Safari, um, you can, uh, it, it brings up a pop-up that says uh, uh, reload without content blockers and uh, request a. Uh, desktop version, mm. which just gives it the uh, other, which gives it the Safari desktop user agent string. Right. That's um, kind of nice, actually. So good pro tip, so you're not going into settings. and Right. Uh, Jeez. Or, um, uh, similarly, I think, um, uh, so, Apple made it really hard to do, um, like, any customization of this stuff at runtime because the app itself is not the process that is the, uh, that is a content blocker itself. You know, it's technically an extension. Um, and extensions and their apps are separated by the sandbox. They are not in the same sandbox. So to talk to each other, they have to do this shared secret kind of stuff. Um, so it's a, it's a lot of work for a developer to, like, just put in a simple whitelist in uh, their app. Mm. Or rather, their content blocker. So, th- you know, most of these are going to be like the keyboard apps where there's absolutely nothing running in the app itself. Right. Everything's in the extension. When you open the app, it just politely tells you where in settings to enable this keyboard because downloading it from the store doesn't put it there by default. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, So all the apps are basically going to be the uh, same thing as that, and uh, mine, which I'm calling Lemon Block, is Mm. just going to be a couple sprite lemons bouncing around.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say like (laughs) they should should put (laughs) tiny little games into there, like like tic tac toe or something.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, content blockers are gonna be fun. Yeah, gonna be real fun. Kind of
1: looking forward to them.
0: uh, Using it, I mean, I, um, depending on you know what parts of the web I'm on, sometimes things just. Um, don't load at all, like Facebook, because they uh, uh, CDN all of their scripting, um, and it's really annoying that, as of right now, when I open, like, so someone will uh, iMessage me a Facebook link, Mm. and I'll click it, and it doesn't open the Facebook app. Yeah. Um, iOS 9 is supposed to be able to do stuff with that, so... Here's hoping Facebook is on top of that faster than they are making their original iPad app, if you recall how many years that took. Ugh. Um, But a lot of the stuff that breaks is uh, stuff that you would normally use in an app anyway. It's like you clicked on a link from somewhere else, and by all means, in a perfect world, it would just open it in the app, but it doesn't. It opens it in Safari. Mm. Um, Twitter... Uh, direct links to tweets work, but using the website as an app doesn't. Uh, similarly, YouTube direct links work, including playing the content, but like you go up into the search box and nothing happens. Um, and <laughs> nothing, no, like these pages don't know that um, anything wrong has occurred, which is really. Weird. So, like, they the pages themselves don't report any anything to you yet. There's no, like, no script stuff that shows. Mm. Because the no script tag doesn't activate because scripts are running. Right. All the scripts that are on the page itself are running. It's just all the crazy external ones that aren't. Um, and there should be errors because if you're using external scripts, um, you should assume that there's a failure rate on retrieving them because either um that domain is down or you know whoever is accessing you was just on a really slow connection and their browser just gave up on doing 144 <laughs> http requests to do the front page of iMore. i'm pretty sure i'm lowballing it with 144 oh my God, too really? yeah um i have to run
1: Yslow on that like right now <laughs> 25 external javascripts, which is an awful lot, 6 external style sheets, which is an awful lot, and 19 external background images? That doesn't sound terrible.
0: Oh, so we uh, only uh, 19 external HTTP, uh, or 50-ish total um, external HTTP requests? yeah. That's that's a big number, um, okay, and iMore yeah. works perfectly fine with uh, all those scripts blocks too because they're all ads and trackers. Yeah,
1: actually, I had AdBlock on, so let me pause it and run it again. How do I run it again? Oh, like that. See what happens. Um. Yeah. Same. Same thing. I guess it was still just looking at the source. Anyway. Yeah could be better. Their overall grade is a D. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like most of the infrastructure in the U.S. Mm, yes. Yeah, D's not a good number. Or a number because it's a letter.
1: Oh, Cloudflare. Some of their stuff is, they're using Cloudflare as a, as a CDN for some stuff, and a lot of people do, so that's going to be a problem for your thing, I think.
0: Well, they'll just learn to, uh, to fix that. Um, not by not using it anymore, <laughs> but, um, you know, just wrapping something in between. Right. Which isn't a, a big deal. Um, and even then, like, hosting your uh, your uh, scripts on CDNs is, you know, it's, it's always been a weird choice to me because, like, Scripts should be small. They shouldn't be megabytes and megabytes of stuff. But if you're using jQuery, like... Then you're a bad developer and hey, you should feel bad. I have a... Uh, um, I will always be mad at jQuery because it is the reason... That the iPad One had to browse to websites that had animations done with the JavaScript set timeout function and uh, statically placed CSS. And each frame, it's moving the position absolute. Instead of people learning CSS3 transitions, which they should have done three years prior to that because they weren't new at that point in mm. history either. So yeah, I'm. I have mixed feelings about people who use piles and piles of web development libraries because they're always great in the present but they are horrendous in the future Mm. (laughs) well luckily for you American Idol's over so I mean as it moves forward
1: (laughs) there's one more season (laughs) I don't know yeah I don't know what my next weird like web venture is going to be like it'll be kind of sad not to have the blog anymore like I don't know
0: yeah, you have to complain about something else. Actually, you weren't really complaining.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I was during the live blogging of the episodes. It was sometimes we'd get comments like, "As we were live blogging, like, you guys are so mean." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, that is accurate." <laughs>